Good evening and welcome to the Monastery of All Saints of North America. Uh, I wanted to do a little follow-up on a video we'd done a little bit earlier in the Theology Made Simple, so we'll call this one Theology Made Simple also. We talked about dogma in the church, and I had left it with that we have a different understanding of dogma than much of the West does. For one thing, we don't continuously develop new dogma. And uh, perhaps a better word would be to use dogmata, things that have uh, a very concrete context and meaning. When we talk about dogma, we are not talking about theology that develops over, develops over time. And we also are talking about worship and not just doctrines. The Orthodox Church doesn't dogmatize in the way that, say, the Latin Church uh, dogmatizes. Uh, we can't say that somebody ex cathedra can create new dogma. For example, the dogma of the Immaculate Conception, which came along in the 1800s, uh, we would never accept that kind of a of dogmatic innovation, particularly when it really contradicts uh, already established understandings of the church. So dogma is not malleable. It's not flexible in, uh, in a way that other things you can kind of believe or not believe within the church. And the other thing to think about is that the divine liturgy, the way we worship is also dogmata the things that are revealed in the divine liturgy, but something even more profound is that when we come together as a community of believers to worship, and we worship in orthodox fashion, because there is nothing in the liturgy which does not teach and reveal, and which cannot penetrate the heart with greater understanding. And we do this together in community. Our Lord Jesus Christ said to have love amongst ourselves, not to have love for myself. So when we come together in community, we begin through worship to express love for our neighbor and an unselfish love. Now if parishes, parish life was conducted as it should be, we would find ourselves growing in an unselfish love in a community. And from that experience in unselfish love, we could radiate that outward to the rest of the world. This is also dogma. It's, a, it's the, uh, the idea of the community of the faithful, the coming together of the faithful to worship in orthodox fashion. This is dogmatic. So when we talk about dogma, we're talking about the whole scope of orthodox Christian life and of worship and of our profound understandings of the Incarnation, the reason for the Incarnation, and all that the Incarnation implicates in the whole path of our salvation, of our redemption. And this is not something that's developed over centuries. It's something that is always there, always present, and it is expressed in worship itself. In, when we worship in orthodox fashion, we express 
the mysteries of the faith, the mysteries of redemption. And it's not simply to say we have some dogmas written in a book and we memorize them. We have to understand that those things which are dogmata in the faith are the underpinnings of our daily Christian life. They're not abstractions that, that can be uh, read in a philosophical way. They're things that need to be actually lived and experienced. And we do this first and foremost in Orthodox Christian form of worship. That is why the liturgy is structured. It's why icons have a, a canonical and a non-canonical sort of basis. Those icons which reveal the faith, which reveal the actual meaning of the divine scripture, these things we might call dogmata. The Western-style perverted icons simply cannot fall into that category and cannot fill it because they do not reveal to us that which the church holds as her charisma, as her teaching, and the things that she wishes to teach to others, and also the things that we are taught. But correct, proper iconography actually has that, that, that capacity. And so the divine liturgy also. A liturgy which is not filled with Orthodox Christian teaching and revelation is really not Orthodox. No matter how ancient or antique it might be, if it does not contain the real the revelation of the essence of the faith and the mysteries of the faith, then we cannot consider it Orthodox if we cannot consider it any kind of dogmato. So I just wanted to explain a little bit what I meant by we don't have dogma in the Western sense. Uh, we can't say that in the 1800s we developed a new dogma of the faith that really transferred or changed something dramatically. We can't say that any one person could ever create dogma or that really that we do create dogma. We express, expound, explain those things which are held as dogmata, which were given to once delivered to the saints and are expressed through our worship and our prayer, as well as in words, in written textbooks, or um, in philosophical explanations. So this is really what I wanted to add and to say about the meaning of, of dogma and dogmata uh, in the Orthodox Christian context. Indeed, the way we make the sign of the cross could be called dogmata. It expresses a profound teaching and revelation. The Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the two natures of Christ, the divine and, and the human, and that Christ descended to earth for the sake of our salvation through the cross, which we place upon ourselves as a confession of our redemption through our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we have to say that even the manner in which, the orthodox manner in which we make the sign of the cross is dogmata. And um, if you have questions and want something further clarified or have suggestions or ideas about this matter, uh, please feel free to contact us to write us and ask about them.